And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You will rest in peace. Basketballs don't hold grudges. He got a bicycle. Hello and welcome to the WrestleCube. Always a good one. That was an especially good one. I enjoyed that a lot. It's not pre-planned. It's good. It's good. Uh, My name is Tom Mimner. I'm Daniel uh, Cubed Akimbola. And uh, we are back to talk about some wrestling. Uh, How have you been? Not too bad. Just, you know, living out here in these streets where I come from. So that's what I I feel like these are song lyrics, but I don't know what from... So no, so you know, uh, you know, Black Dynamite. When they're uh, like, that guy's uh, not yeah, a drug dealer. He's like, hey, I come from this. These are the streets where I come from. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that in ages. It's a good movie. Yeah. Sorry. Tangents, 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 tangents. Yeah. <laughs> stay on message this time. Um, uh, yeah. Stay on brand. So um, yeah, um, cool. Um, we uh we have we recorded uh, a few weeks ago and we did uh, Canadian Stampede, um, and I know Indeed. programming note wise, uh, listeners, we are um, talking about doing the King of Cube tournament. This isn't like a running joke. We are going to do it. I just it's going to finish. We've just sure. uh, yeah. I mean, we've still got to finish the first round. <laughs> <laughs> But after that, it gets it's quite easy. Um, yeah, maybe um, we'll expedite the second round. Yeah, well, I think yeah. I think when we do the second round, we might mess around with the format a little bit. So that it, for, in, in the interest of fairness, the first round, all of the matchups will take place the way that we've been doing them. But we just yes. for the interest of of this actually finishing at some point, yeah, some we'll point, uh, yeah. we'll uh, finish that up. Um, I guess we should catch up a little bit quickly on the sort of wrestling news uh, since yes, we last uh, spoke. Um, obviously. Vince McMahon is now retired, resigned, yes. gone, <laughs> quote uh, unquote retired, in shame. Uh, <laughs> no, no further comment is required. Uh, if 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 you if you didn't hear about this, uh, how have you found this podcast? Because uh, I don't know how you've managed that. But uh, if you did, if you if you did miss that, um, just just Google Vince McMahon. It will be one of the top stories. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's not it's not great, really. Largely, it's probably the least surprising person this kind of thing could uh gonna happen to see yeah i mean you know he, yeah <laughs> there's no he's, getting away from that he, he's, he doesn't seem like he's necessarily the best person <laughs> the nicest man yeah you know he's definitely definitely complicated yes that's the word that's yeah. the word we're using um but yes yeah, so legal that, reasons so that's happened and uh which is obviously a big story uh, Triple H is now basically in charge again, and WWE's got a lot more watchable. Loads of people yeah. got fired have come back, who, so it's 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 a lot better as a watch generally week to week. AEW's been pretty good. There's all, some craziness happening with uh, uh, CM Punk apparently having a backstage strop and lots of other things. And oh, once again, big surprise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it might be a story at work. Oh, Who okay. knows? I don't know. Apparently, uh... Eddie Kingston's apparently been quietly suspended because he, because <laughs> he punched, uh, what was the term I used? Because he folded uh, Sammy Guevara <laughs> backstage, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, which I just like that. I like Eddie Kingston. He seems like a, a good guy and 
uh, Sammy Guevara probably deserved it. He it seems like he's got quite a Anyway, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Again, who knows whether it's true? Who knows if it's not? But there's a lot of weird shit going on, uh, you know. And uh, yeah, AEW is really enjoyable at the moment because of that, because there's a lot of mad shits going on. Kenny Omega came back. Oh, nice. Which is uh, is good. So that the trios tournament is happening. It's it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. There's I'm, a, uh, I'm excited. You know, next weekend there is uh, Clash at the Castle from Wales. Um, oh. Wow. Which is, uh, is happening uh, at the Millennium Stadium, or whatever it's called now in Wales, uh, for WWE. Uh, and then the day after that uh, is AEW All Out. So it's quite the weekend. Um, a lot of stuff happening. I will, however, however, be away that weekend with no Wi-Fi. So I'm going to have to wait and watch all of it when I get back. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's great. Uh, time that well. Uh, but I will be having a lovely time in the Isle of Wight. So, you know. Hey, you, you know. You no, take the good worse. with the bad. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, so yeah, so that's that's probably all the kind of big stories going on. There's probably other stuff, but you know, um, and yeah, obviously, uh, for pers- on a personal level, for us, uh, New Japan have announced a show, uh, two shows, in fact, in the Crystal Palace uh, National Athletic Center um, in uh, October, which we're going to be going along to. Yes, yes, indeed. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you might remember, if you're a long-time listener of this, and I, I don't think you are, but uh, <laughs> on our very first episode, we actually had some content from the last time they were here um, yeah. from live content. So we're hopefully going to get some live content this time around. Um, uh, and you might actually get to hear the voice of uh, Mike Lacumis, who was uh, on our very first episode, uh, making making a cameo appearance uh with a few thoughts on New Japan. So that, that could be a, a lot of fun. Um, and it's just it'd be good to go some live wrestling again. I'm very excited about yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any yeah, since then, basically. <laughs> and crucial, so... well, I mean, there has been a pandemic on. I mean, we've, we've had a yeah, excuse. Uh, you know. um, but yeah, and I think it will be quite nice to be able to go and have a little chat uh, about that and catch some wrestling and just generally, yeah, get get a, get a fun, fun afternoon in. Uh, and then uh, it's also very easy for all of us to get home from because it's happening in a location that isn't in the middle of nowhere. So that's always nice. Yeah, always a plus. Absolutely. Uh, definitely a fan of that. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's all, all the news. Um, this week or this month, or this this podcast, because uh, time is a human uh, uh, a human structure that uh, you know <laughs> time uh, enslaves us all. Yeah, yeah you know it's 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 a construct. Um, so um, we we thought we'd talk about entrance music because I've been thinking about this a lot lately about what makes a good entrance music, what makes a bad entrance music, and then we'll talk about some of our favourites and some of the, what we think are maybe the worst. So mm. what do you think, Daniel? If you had to give it a a, a, a sort of a definition of what you think makes a good entrance theme what would it be it's good you've got to recognize it fairly quickly who it is because when someone runs in or in the middle of a promo i want to know who's who's uh who's jumping in within like five seconds i don't want to be like oh wait oh man wait what this sounds like the other one when the chorus drops in then oh my god it's stone cold like you want to know oh shit stone cold so that's a, that's what i think makes it a good one i think that's that's a, a very fair point i think recognizability is very much a, a huge part of that like being able to immediately go okay well i know who that is because i mean really that's that's what what an entrance mu- piece of entrance music is it's a it's a signifier of who is coming out 
So, you know, I mean, that's that I think is, is hits the nail on the head, you know, very succinctly. Um, I think it should embody the character of the person coming yeah, out in an ideal world. I mean, sure. it doesn't always work like that, but, you know, I think the best entrance music is the one where you, there's a reason why you identify it with that person. So, I mean, I think go-to example I always have is um, if, in the film Beyond the Mat, uh, when they're talking to Jim Johnston about um, you know, creating the music for WWF at the time, as it was, um, he talks about writing Vader's music and how, like, because of the way he walks has a certain uh, cadence to it, he tried to make the music mirror that, which I think is a really ah, cool thought process. That's really, really cool, that. Um, I don't know if they do that anymore. I think now they largely just assign I... music randomly. But um, <laughs> in theory, I like the idea that when you're writing a piece of music for a performer, it should embody their character a little bit, you know. Um, but which, uh, you know, I think we'll talk about it a bit more. And some of them do and some of them don't. Um, I also, I, I really enjoy when a piece of music evolves with a character. So um, if, a, well, I mean, we'll, we'll probably talk about The Undertaker in a bit, but, you know, he's obviously had lots and lots of different themes, but they've all sort of worked <laughs> off the same bit of music largely. I don't know. What was that one? Uh, I think I sent you a, a Oh, uh, you, you're going to pay. You're going to pay, which is, uh, I think we'll discuss this later, but I, I think it's like entrance slash porno slash late night erotic thriller music that's definitely in the in that category yeah yeah for sure um <laughs> i mean yeah although you know as we'll get on to in a bit one of the greatest pieces of uh entrance music ever ever used in in wrestling history was also the music that was originally used in porn so there, there you go you know there um, you go. i'll give you a clue. I actually don't it know was, what that is, it was bret hart's theme oh no no it wasn't it wasn't bret hart's theme. No. <laughs> clearly good lord um Cool. All right. Well, let's 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 discuss some some of our favourites. Have you got any go tos that you think would be the, sort let's of the first see. one that comes to mind? No, you you start first. You start first while I okay. While well, I mentally compile my list together. As I've already mentioned it, I would say the Undertaker's quite high up on that list for me. Now, definitely, there's a lot of things to be said about his character, his uh, you know, his his persona and everything else, and the special presentation that he's had over the years. But the music has been a huge part of that. And again, you know, we talk about signifiers, we talk about the identifying factor that allows you to know straight away they're coming out. Is there a more, you know, a more iconic uh, noise in wrestling than the gong? The glass smash. Okay, okay, we'll be fair, fair. But, the, you know... <laughs> it would be the second, or, or tied for first. It's certainly up there, I think, you know, yeah. in, the, uh, in, in the pantheon of these things. Because I do think you... When you have some, like, you know, the amount of times that somebody's been cutting a promo and you hear that gong go and the lights go out, it's, it's immediately yeah. obvious who it is. You're never, you know, you never... I wonder who that could be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's immediately so identifiable as being, you know, and as being the Undertakers. And I think that's, you know, and again, you know, he has had, it, it's still, it's a tie, tying piece, you know, a tying identifier from his very debut all the way up to his retirement, they still had that gong. And the music kind of changed a bit. And, you know, it's it's always been a riff on the same theme, vaguely, a sort of funeral dirge. But I do think that that's going to be, if you're talking about entrance themes, that's got to be up there as one of the all-time most recognisable. And therefore, and, and also very suitable for a character, for his character, very much reflective of, of the dead man character. We'll probably talk about the American Badass, as we've mentioned, was... <laughs> in, the, in the worst part, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, but yeah, certainly, <laughs> I, I think you can certainly, you couldn't compile, a, I mean, this isn't a list, I guess, but there's just a discussion about it, but you certainly couldn't talk about 
the greatest entrance music of all time without really mentioning The Undertaker, I don't think. No, no, I'd completely agree with that. Super iconic. Just, uh, it's kind of been the same theme, right, for like the majority of his career. But it's, uh, I mean, apart from the few times where it was terrible and was like, I don't know, Kid Rock and fucking... Yeah. Yeah, I think aside from that, he's, whenever he's been the Dead Man character, he's had... Yeah. Uh, largely that music in some form or fashion, except for a period in 1998 where he had like there was that music, but with a load of guitars in it, yeah. um, which was also kind of cool though. I quite liked that because it was it was a bit more. Um, I mean, it, it was it was it was a bit weird, but it was that it had the same sort of a much faster cadence to it, and they used that to have the pyro going off as he came down to the ring, and it was a. Uh, but I mean, it still had that orchestral sort of element to it as well so it's not like you were you know you're kind of losing out on that as well it was it was very much um again identifiable still had the gong you know it's it's a uh, but yeah he had that for i would say the vast majority of his career um uh, because i mean yeah it is it's sort of part and parcel of the presentation now really yeah it's kind of it's kind of hard to argue with that uh with that one um i would say um i guess before the bad times uh, Hulk Hogan's theme was super iconic. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Although, do you want to do you want to hear? It? I mean, you might know this already, but do you want to know whose theme that originally was? No, whose? So originally, uh, in the WWF, that was used for the US Express. Uh, Mike oh, Rotunda, wow. who would later on go go on to be IRS, and who is Bray Wyatt's dad. Uh, oh, I did not know that. <laughs> and uh, and Barry Windham, who uh, uh, would later on go on to do all kinds of things, including be one of the blackjack, uh, the new blackjacks with, uh, I'm selling him short when I said that, he had a wonderful career, was NWA champion, uh, you know, was arguably one of the most athletic big men uh, in, in, and even they're not like a big, big man, but you know, he was a big Texan, uh, very prolific in the ring, like really incredible wrestler. Um, but then in his later career, sort of didn't really put the effort in. Um uh, but yeah, um, so they were the original, uh, they were the tag team champions going into WrestleMania 1, and they, they originally used the Rick Derringer penned uh, oh, wow. uh, Real I'm American. Real American, fighting for the rights. Are we going to get sued for that, or are they going to take this down? Because my I mean, singing is so accurate. I, 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 think, I think you're allowed to sing. I think you're just, just not allowed, allowed to, to sing. Yeah. I'm allowed to sing. If you really want to. I will. I, I think I'll probably... Do you know what? I've decided I'll be singing throughout this podcast, guys. We can't have a music podcast uh, about cool. entrance themes without some kind of demonstration. Um, I guess, as, as you mentioned it already, we should probably also cover off uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin at this point. Because, uh, again, uh, it, it, it's an iconic bit of music and it, it, it's, uh, it really fills the brief in terms of... Uh, fulfills that of, of uh, you know, a piece of music that is really, really iconic and you the glass obviously smashing is again oh, yeah. it, it is on par with the undertaker's gong in terms of something that you go right okay i know what that is uh, i know who that is and you you know it's an instant pop regardless um and you know it, it's one of those things that you always think okay well the music as well it, it again it sort of fits the way he walks yeah it does and it's the sort of the like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and the, the the sort of you know i i'm not taking any shit from anybody attitude is very much it, it like it very much has that lilt to it like and i, I think it's a uh, yeah it's an angry piece of music uh 
Uh, I, I would uh, um, jokingly argue that the, the the version with the lyrics is. <laughs> oh, you mean the, the version performed by Disturbed? Oh yeah. Sometimes it gets a little angry. Sometimes ah, it's is... a little now, now, Daniel, I, I not not to be a pedant here, but uh, that is actually not a theme that he ever used. That oh. was just a song written about Stone Cold Steve Austin okay. for WWF <laughs> The Music Volume 4. <laughs> Sometimes he kicks a lot of ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it is a terrible, terrible song. Uh, no, they, 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 uh, do you not remember they had, when he came back after his neck surgery, he had that, um, he had that disturbed version of just his normal music, but with like weird guitars on it and the guy, the guy from Disturbed. I can't remember this. Oh God, it's awful. It's, it's, after this podcast, you have to go listen to it. It's, it is terrible. Um, I need this. Like legitimately, it's awful, but he used it for like a good, it was when he was, well, I, I think he was using it as a heel when he was part of the alliance and all that in 2001. But the damage was done. That... I just had a, I just had a little listen. That's that's some stuff. Yep. <laughs> that's some stuff. It's definitely disturbed. Hey, you know what? Disturbed are like one of those guilty pleasures. They're one of those bands that are are so bad they're kind of hilarious, and I like to listen to them because of it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Who doesn't enjoy a bit of down with the sickness? You know, it's, exactly. Uh, it's, it's lovely. <laughs> he was down with the sickness. Yes. Down with, the, <laughs> down with the sickness, we you know. I, I can't remember the noise. Uh, <laughs> Neither can I. Uh, ooh, wha- <laughs> that's, it. that's it. I can't do it, but you, no, you've nailed that, that, to be fair. Well done. Uh, <laughs> me, it hey, sounded like I was having a cough. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it is. clearing my throat. Um, back of his throat, he was just like, ooh, wha- sorry, guys. <laughs> Let's continue. Um, but yeah. yeah um, Austin definitely and if we're talking about Austin of that era there's a couple of other names I think from a similar time that I, I definitely would throw out there um I think Bret Hart when he with that big riff hits at the beginning it's got a sort of one, quite right? precise element to it that I think again is very um it's very indicative of his character and it suits the way he walks the presentation is all quite on on par with that like and it's very it always made sense as a piece of music for him. Yeah, it did. And I think, you know, I know they tweaked it over the years, but it always sort of, again, you always had that big guitar riff at the start that, again, is this sort of proper signifier. Um, yeah. It's a funny one, because I think about that, that sort of idea of the signifier at the front. Do you remember during the sort of Attitude Era, they went through a little period of time where they would just have, like, somebody shouting something as their signifier at the start of songs so like, oh, like, hardco- nice. hardcore holly would have uh how do you like me now oh yeah, yeah. it's just a like a, a proper like really cheap way of trying to get a pop out of it out of every act that came out because at least so, yeah but then i say that the crowd always knew who was coming out exactly so as, as cheap as that may have been it's quite a good tactic like how, how did the rock start did he have his own like the rock says and everybody be like eh, he or... originally had the just do you smell what the rock is cooking well, the rock is cooking yeah, and then it. obviously it turned into his elongated la 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 you smell oh yeah, yeah yeah and again you know his music again i i think i would say the signifier at the beginning the little the little soundbite is great his music is largely fine his music even if it's objectively good just reminds me of being disappointed at the end of a pay per view. Just hearing that music while the while the copyright logo shows up and you're like, ah, oh, 
anyone again. <laughs> I, I always liked The Rock. I just hated his sharpshooter. Oh, man. That sharpshooter was uh, offensive to me. It's, it's... I liked The Rock, but there was a period of time where it was just... I got I, I got bored. I got bored. I got bored. He was... He was... I would say he gets a lot of flack for what he was like in the ring. And I think he's better than... If you go back and watch, I think he's probably better than the impression that he's left. However, yes. he was definitely a better promo than a wrestler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no... And there's, I mean, that's not a hard feat to be because he could have been a really good wrestler, but he was a great promo. So, I mean, you know, um, even if some of it maybe hasn't aged as well as... I I, no. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like to go back and check out some of his material. I'm sure it was very of its time. You know what? If we if we oh yeah, yeah some of that stuff does not age well. But if you um the, the older I get, the less I care about when I was young. I'm, I wanted the flippy technical whatever. But now I, I go back yeah and I, I watch some of those things. And as long as the story makes sense, I don't really care how good the wrestling is as much yeah. these days. So. I think it, it's less important for it to look crisp. And I mean, I don't be wrong. There's a place for that. I love watching you know, really fast-paced junior heavyweight wrestling, it's great. But I also enjoy a slower-paced, more story-driven, you know, kind of thing. And, and, you know, I know we're getting a bit off topic here, but it's certainly an element that some wrestlers can bring to the table. Um, And, you know, that is a thing that I enjoy. On the flip side, you know what I also enjoy? What? Squashes. (laughs) And there is nobody... There is nobody, and check this for a fucking segue. There is yeah. nobody who is better than at squashes, and arguably had the music to go along with that than Bill Goldberg. Oh, dude, I can't believe I didn't say that was my favorite. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Jeez, oh, I'm just oh, my brain is frazzled. Bill Goldberg, his music. I don't know. The thing is about his music though is it like if you just hear it on its own, it's still awesome. But you you kind of have to see the entrance as well. I think and then... you need the chanting. Oh yeah, the Goldberg. Because I think that oh, makes yeah. it. It does. But it's something about thing. that. It's the whole thing, man. It's the gestalt. You need the whole thing. But again, weird thing. You know, there that that piece of music was just a stock piece of of music that WCW started using. Um, the previously they used they used. I was watching an old Nitro before he debuted, and Pat Tanaka was there using it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just random. Know? Like it's really odd. To no reaction you just didn't whatsoever. Have the juice. He but just didn't have the juice. I, isn't there a Damien Marley song that's got that as the, yes. the sample yeah. on it? Uh, I forget the name yeah. off the top of my head. Um, because I remember hearing that and being like, um, what? That's Goldberg's <laughs> music. Why is Goldberg's music playing? Why is Damien Marley dropping what? No. Okay. Oh, it's, it's, it's a piece of stock production music. I see. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a feeling, though. I have a feeling he knows who Goldberg is. I mean... I, I think he probably does. I think I think a lot of people know who Goldberg is. Exactly. You know. Um, but yeah, definitely another one. And I guess if we're going to talk about it, wander into WCW territory, there's a few there as well. I mean, again, wait, wait, wait. There's one. There's 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 a couple that we haven't mentioned that are just epic. That, that we can't we can't go out without mentioning Degeneration X. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Again, you know, it's uh, they had a <laughs> their identifier at the beginning was also until they shortened it to just break it down was really fucking long. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, are you, you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah, tell if this is going to be like a really enjoyable podcast for people to listen to or it's going to be really fucking annoying. Because I'm just doing really bad renditions. Of, <laughs> you know what? Hey, hey, it, it, this is free. So you're going to listen to us <laughs> make stupid noises for the next uh, half an hour or so. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can get the fuck out. 
um yeah dx yeah it's, it's a again like god the attitude era was such a a uh gold mine That's for these ones. great bits of music um obviously again trans trans transcending kind of uh eras um we probably as much as i don't like to talk about him because i think he might be a bit uh, a bit dodgy uh, uh rick flair obviously um oh you know, yeah i mean using the music the 2001 shit. is it's pretty uh yeah it, it's yeah, pretty iconic you know and and he used it all, all, all through his career you do i think it's very hard and I, I know obviously it's it's associated with 2001 a space odyssey but i also feel like i associate with rick flair yeah i sort of do as well like, <laughs> like straight up like <laughs> if i watch that movie i'm like oh man that's a rick flair music <laughs> just, just expecting him to <laughs> wander out and start chopping <laughs> some uh, uh the apes he's trying to hit the uh the bone <laughs> naked rick flair floating in space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, space no one can hear you woo uh <laughs> Wrong movie, but it's fine. It still works. It still works. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously that's again that is perfect for the character. Um, I think also, I mean, um, uh, there's two. Well, there's. It's again, it's a sort of weird tangent. Um, if we're going to talk about Ric Flair, we should talk about the NWO, especially as we talked about DX oh, as well. Oh hell yeah! Because that is a great piece of music. Uh, that was used in a porn film first. Uh, uh, it, I'm not surprised, man. Yeah, it's so porny. And, <laughs> but now I'm trying to imagine someone, uh, you know, doing a porn scene with no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely, uh, yeah, you can definitely hear how that might have happened. Um, but I think also I'm watching, I was watching an old Nitro and Scott Hall sort of references it. He makes some offhand comment. I went, oh, okay. So we're referencing now that that was used. Uh, that's where you got the bit of music from. Lovely. Um, <laughs> it's just really oh. strange. Also, you know, when you see WCW doing like shows at Disney and they're using this piece of music that's also been used in the porno. It's a uh... yeah. You just reminded me of um, of, a, of a theme actually that probably one of my one of my favorite 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 of all time, the bad boy Razor Ramon. I love that theme. Oh, it's a good call. Love it. It's a good call. And again, really suitable <laughs> for the character. Way. Yeah. Um, although I I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say the wolf pack there, and I was I was like, well, actually, oh, well, I've I mean... I've saved that for my uh, worst list. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a worst slash. I have a worst slash best list. Yeah, like, I all mean, of the worst ones are also my favourites. <laughs> I love that song, but I also am very aware that if you listen to that objectively, it is a terrible, terrible piece of MIDI music. Listen, listen to this, Thomas. If, <laughs> if you talk any more shit about the Wolfpack, you might end up in a body pain. <laughs> it's just, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's like made it. on like a really like shitty drum machine, like. With like just the the standard like standard available samples, it's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that that definitely hits my worst list. Um, um, other other ones, the other one again, which again, I I think in some ways it should be on the worst list because he's sort of a terrible character, but by by the criteria that we've we've given which is that it's identifiable and that it's it pops the crowd <laughs> and it's something that suits the character i would say val venus's theme is right val up venus there. oh man no way i hate that but oh. it, it it fits all the criteria it does it, it completely i mean does, I, but... I, I like i think it's terrible but i also i also think that it's 
it does a, it, it for that character it very much did a job that 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 um makes me feel like uh, whenever I hear it, I feel like I'm on a packed tube and someone's like centrally breathing in the back of my neck. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. As I look back, I, I do realize that we were children around the t- uh, the time that he was uh, doing this shtick, and I was like, you know, it's not great. Like I, I don't know that I should have been watching that at that age, but you know, fine. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not you sure. A, a young impressionable me should have been uh, listening to him shout to growl, "Hello, ladies." Hello, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that music is. Uh... <sighs> Weirdly, also, I always find it really strange. And again, this is a bit of a tangent, but I always find it really strange. They managed to get that character onto the Saturday morning for kids recap on Livewire, like quite readily. And oh, with his little it, towel dance as well. It's like, it's really quite suggestive. And I thought, that, like, they actually did quite a good job of cutting that together week on week. That I never really thought much of it. So, uh, you know, I think it, it, a credit to the, the editors at the WWF for uh, at the time, or WWE as it is now, for, for their work there, actually making that available to a, a PG audience somehow. Because, you know, as a character who at one point, Raw went off the air with them threatening to cut off his penis with a sword. I mean, it's a, uh, you know, <laughs> a different time, different fucking time. Here's, a, here's another one, actually. Uh, we haven't mentioned Shawn Michaels' sexy boy. It's terrible, but it's so iconic. I think because it's been around for so long. It's so 90s, but I think, yeah, I mean, you sort of, it's, again, it's iconic, though. You hear that, the, the, sensational well what i thought was sensational sherry at the, at the start it's not <laughs> do you want to do you want to hear something really disturbing about who that actually is? yes i yes i would like jimmy to, hart. actually oh that oh no <laughs> no it's jimmy hart uh with jimmy. the with the like i with, like layer like layered loads of times uh and doubled loads of times i've never wanted to hear jimmy hart have an orgasm <laughs> and now here we are Listening to his <laughs> No, thank you. It's it's such an odd thing. Uh, it makes me feel a little bit ill. But uh, I'm also like, fair play to Jimmy Hart. That's a that's a great bit of work. Yeah, you know. So we mentioned Vader's earlier on. I love that opening riff yeah. in Vader's. Wow, wow, wow! It's so good. I mean, again, it, it obviously you know, it was Vader. It was time. It was time. It, it was, was Vader time. time. And you knew that as soon as he shouted it. So you know. I would say that that again it fulfills a lot of that criteria. Um, I think you know there is also uh, something to be said for um, the use of outside music, so actual rather than music's been created specifically for. I know we talked about Ric Flair a little bit, but there are some songs I think that have been used uh, quite to quite really to really great effect. Um, yes. Yes. So I actually wanted to bring this up because ECW has some. Like, I, I, I wanted to do a quick ECW roundup. I suspect you might be going with the same one that I'm. I'm thinking okay. of immediately uh, uh, with a, a certain uh, certain person who has the, the name of the song as his ring name. Oh no no. Uh, well yes, but <laughs> I was I was going to come up with a joke one, but I'll let I'll let you. Oh, I was I was going with Anna Sandman because to be fair, that's a yeah. great entrance. Oh, yeah. oh definitely. And yes, obviously Anna I know. Man, it, it, the name is in the character the character name is there and everything but it really suited him for the uh a the length of time it took him to get to the ring from through the crowd but also <laughs> to give just... give him an opportunity to drink a beer on the way to make himself bleed to have a cigarette you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like... 
just fucking get himself psyched up for the for the for the match by just getting blasted in so many different ways. It's such a no. I was gonna be yeah. my mine was gonna be uh, we're sweetening the city town and don't change his own halo. Got his own seat on Kowski's own dead mouth. Oh no, <laughs> soil. That's all white zombie. Nah, nah, nah. Hell, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> but then, you know, that um, Rob Van Damme had that uh, that weird cover of Walk by Pantera that was, was very good. Well, he had a cover? I thought it was just Walk. Yeah, it was a band covering it oh. almost identically to Pantera, but it wasn't Pantera oh, because I don't think uh, they could afford the rights to it from what I gather. I would say that was probably my favorite ECW theme was 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 the was the fake walk. Yeah, it was pretty definitely. good. I'd say yeah. I mean ECW they used a lot of yeah real music to great effect. Um, although um, uh, <laughs> New Jack using Natural Born Killers and having it played during the entire match, I think there's something to be said for that. <laughs> that's why we love ECW. It's so I mean, weird. That's there's why I can't watch weird. New Jack matches on the uh, on the network because uh, obviously they had to dump it out with other music. So it's other music playing throughout the whole match, and it's just it's not quite the same. I'm just imagining New Jack wrestling to go from Ipanema <laughs> <laughs> or Spanish Fly. <laughs> oh, if only it's just some like generic uh, hip hop beat that they've used. But it's uh, I mean you know. Natural Born Killers is not is anything but a generic hip hop beat. That is, it's it's a fucking Stone Cold classic, and I'm like, well, that's such a good song. And it's a really fucking like it's 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 a it's a very specific song. Like you don't like it's got a very like iconic kind of sound Wee! to it. Yeah, it's and got that the, like yeah! that synthesizer-y like uh, the, you know thing. Uh, early early uh, sort of yeah early to mid nineties Dr. Dre kind of pioneered more synthy sound. Um, and you know, like it's great, but it's it's very hard to watch that with now with that music overdubbed with something else because it doesn't really work. Um, also, New Jack matches tend to be just him hitting people for real, so I'm not inclined <laughs> to to watch him them, making but... people bleed for yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. He was a scary Often dude. Always. Yeah, he was. God rest his soul. Yeah. Wow. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I go that far. He seemed like he was quite a bit of work. <laughs> um, but moving on, before we get sued by the estate of New Jack, um, I also, speaking of using real music, I thought an underrated one very much is towards the back end of WCW, Sting using mm-hmm. Seek and Destroy. Good, good fucking choice, man. Hell yeah. Definitely. Although I did like the... It's a great bit. Sting thing. Yeah, I would argue that Sting anyway. had nothing but bangers for his music while in WCW. What was his original? What was his... Um... Well, there was a man called Sting. Because, <laughs> you know, God. he's a man called Sting. Some of the lyrics are, he does this, he does that. Uh, what is it? He's... Uh, he's big as a something and he's cool as a cat. He looks fine. He looks cool. <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of um you can get with this or you can get with that. <laughs> you should get with this because this is where it's at. What's up? <laughs> oh, What's up? oh truth. <laughs> oh dear. Some of my favourite look at all. Hey, he's had a very long career and made a lot of money by doing very, very little and mostly just singing that song. So more fucking power to him. Hey, exactly. Good on him, man. I, I, he seems, apparently, he's a really nice guy as well. Everything I've ever seen, yeah. he seems like just a... Like, no one has a bad word to say about him. I'm like, cool, What, what was his name in WCW? 
Oh, he wasn't in WCW. He was in. He was in TNA. Oh, he wasn't. TNA, yeah. What he was, was, was that? Was he... Ron the Truth Killings. Ron the Truth Killings. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You know what? He's. He, I love it. He. He's such a like a great story of like just if you stick in there and keep doing your thing, then hey, you can become a Hall of Famer. Again, fun fun little tidbit though. That that music <laughs> for what's up. He used that in TNA as well because he wrote yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember. Which is a bizarre thing because that hasn't happened very often. So it's a, there's not a lot of crossover with themes. We're not we're not going to talk about TNA themes a lot, to be honest. I can't really. even remember any of them. Uh, there was that terrible AJ Styles music that was like, "You are, you are, I am, I am." Oh, like, you are. Oh, that was horrible. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that made me sick. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. I hate that. Um, this new thing was so much better. I think I've, uh, I, uh, speaking of other um, kind of using real music, um, I think there's also something to be said for the Road Warriors in the 80s using Iron Man uh, before they came out and literally beat the shit out of people, uh, which I think there's something pretty good, pretty good about that. It's very fitting. Um, I've got I think... a couple of modern ones I just want to oh, drop God, in. Yeah, yeah. I, I seem to like, I really like Asuka's theme. Yep, I'd agree I with really that. I really like uh, uh, the Nakamura theme as well. Finn Balor's is also cool. And uh, yeah, oh, and... Friggin', you know, speaking of, you know, music that existed before, uh, in Liv- uh, Living Colour. Oh, Cold yeah, that's that. a great shout. What, what, yeah, that's just an awesome song. And anyway. it's, it's a great song anyway, but as you say, but it is it is also really fit CM Punk. And it's, it's uh, I couldn't see him coming out to any other music now. Like, and it's it's uh, it, it's really, and I'm glad AEW managed to get the rights to that because it, it would have been yeah. weird him coming out to something else. And it's got it's got the recognizable the immediately you know. Well, I also I like that from a very early point of him using it in WWE they um they added the static at the beginning so now when you hear that you also know that again it's like a an audio kind of identifier immediately before the music starts for the crowd to get excited so it's uh again you know very well very well put together and it it's it, it immediately you know who's coming out which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. I think as well. Um, I think, have I got anybody else on my list? Oh yeah. Um, uh, speaking of, uh, I know you mentioned Nakamura there. Uh, kind of New Japan staples. Um, I think Kazuchika Okada's music with the coin flip noise at the beginning, where he comes out, is fucking awesome. Um, I can't remember it. Oh, well, you'll be hearing it in, uh, in the Crystal Palace oh, yeah. uh, Indoor <laughs> Arena in a few weeks. But also, the the greatest piece of music in Japanese wrestling history. Thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> by far. Uh, yes, I think cool. you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, it's clearly yeah. Jushin Thunder Liger's music. Yes, Liger, Liger, Liger. <laughs> I, 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 that was my ringtone for quite a long time. Um, yeah. I might have to put it back on to be honest because it's fucking brilliant. Like it's, it's, it's such a good. The fact that it was also the the music from the actual anime that his character was kind of in, was taken from in the late 80s, and the anime was cancelled after like fucking four years, and he still used it for 30 years. <laughs> Good ass music. It's God great. Damn it. It's great. Again, like properly fucking iconic. Um, uh, also, a little, uh, probably a, a honourable mention there for uh, Minoru Suzuki as well with Kazanina Ray. Because um, I mean, as you, again, you might remember from when we saw um, New Japan at um, uh, at um, the Copper Box, the whole crowd gets into it, ready for the. Oh, yeah, as yeah. soon as he gets into the ring for the big shout, like, and it's it's again. And it, it's amazing because he's a legitimate <laughs> legitimate martial artist that you would not want to fuck with. And yet he's got this kind of like really high-pitched female singer doing his music. And it still <laughs> fucking works because he's so fucking badass. It, it's it's amazing. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of that, I must say. Um, 
Have you got any others that you any honorable mentions or honorable mentions? No, I think I think I mean there's loads, but I, I think I think I've exhausted the the ones off the top of my head for now. Okay. Um. Oh. Uh. One. One last one. Sorry, I have on my list that I've I've missed there. Uh. Which is of course the Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Nah, 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 I mean again, nah, very nah, nah, iconic nah, nah, nah. piece of music and running 100 miles an hour. Um, you know, down the, down to that is a fucking brilliant Stim- visual. Stimulated out of his brain. Yes, on something. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've forgotten loads. I mean, there's obviously there's all of those old WWF ones. There's uh, the Macho Man. There's uh, you know, which is you know, he's in pomp and circumstance, which is called Blood of Hope and Glory, as it is here, which is yeah. um, it's great. And um, uh, the British Bulldogs, arguably, again, great piece of music for for that character. Very good, very good. Um, I think you could argue. That, I mean, there's loads of them. I loved. I mean, Hearts, uh, uh, very uh, neon day glow, uh, mid '90s music, which is fucking awesome. Uh, there's, there's like we could, we could do this. Money, for... money, money. Oh money, yeah, of course. Again with the, the big cackle at the beginning. <laughs> Wow, Everybody's wonderful. got a price. Was it? Was yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I mean that was a rich vein of a uh, rich period for for themes. To be fair, the early nineties because everybody had you know you had some great great themes at that time. Uh, What's the guy's name? So there's like two. There's, so there's Jimmy Johnson and the guy before that was like JJ something or other. Oh, I forget off the top of my head. JJ uh, McGuire or something. And then after that, like it's that, like yeah. C O F. Yeah, with dollar, dollar sign. sign. Yeah, and then it's not yeah. even them anymore. It's it's somebody else now. Um, yeah. I forget who who some of their stuff is okay, some of the is a bit more generic. But I think I think we're getting to a point where there's definitely uh, more like cool music. And again, I know it got ruined a little bit by him music by Roman Reigns using it as his uh, kind of um, uh, solo music for a time there. But I'd, I'd I'd say the Shields music is probably up there for me as well. Yeah, I yeah, thought that I was really very like cool. Shield. It really suited them as well. Um, cool. Okay. Well, um, we've probably forgotten some. Uh, if we have. You know, and you're listening to this. Let, let us know let in us the know comments. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd love to have a chat about it. So it's, that's cool. Um, we'll just do a quick, because I, I, I think this is one of those, I don't want to run this too long because I think um, it will just be us singing after a while and I think people will stop listening. Um, let's talk about some of the worst. Let's do a quick oh, round of some is, of the worst. This is, this is what I want. This is, mm, mm, this is the good stuff. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to immediately throw out there, right to censor. Right to censor. Which one was fucking that? Car alarm. Right to. Oh, I remember. I fucking this. Oh yeah, I hated that. I know it was um, deliberately so... bad, but God, it fucking annoyed oh, me. God, it was. Yeah, it was too much. That's racing. So bad. Uh, I've got one, but it's a. Uh, it's so good. It's bad. Uh, the American males. Oh. <laughs> what you mean, the American males? American males. American, American males. males. American, American males. males. American, American males. males. And then there's just some really weird shit about like you shouldn't talk to them because they'll count like they'll make <laughs> oh, you regret. It's it like you, whoa, hey! If you see us coming, you better not listen. You might end up in critical condition. Condition. Oh my god! It doesn't make any sense. What if it's, you come and talk to us? We might kill you. We'll kill you. <laughs> Fuck you up. American males. Ladies. American males. American males. American I mean, maybe males. maybe it is a deep commentary on the misogyny uh, that existed in American the, uh, the American male psyche in the uh, in the mid nineties. American males. American, American males. males. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, that's that's on my list. I, again, it's an easy pivot to it, but also uh, the and I'm not saying it's necessarily bad for the character, but fuck me, I hated Disco Inferno's music. Disco fever, 
Disco fever. I used to love it. Oh, so bad. I, I loved it. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've also written down here uh, uh, Billy Gunn's uh, Ass Man theme. Oh, I'm, in, well, I'm an ass man. I love that theme. It's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, it's terrible. It's and terrible. I think one of the things, I, the lyrics of it are so bad. Is it, I, yeah. It's like, I love to love, really the, I love to love them. I, I love to kiss them. Uh, I'm going to kick them. I'm going to kick them. And at one point, I mean, he says that all the best surprises in life sneak up from behind. I mean, is he saying anything that isn't true, Thomas? I do love to, to kick him and kiss him. <laughs> Wait, is this like, I mean, <laughs> the lyrics of a song should never be, I love to kick him. I'm going to kick him. Because <laughs> like, like... it's, 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 a, it's a running commentary. It's a, it's a, it's a stream of consciousness. <laughs> I think I like also, I'm fairly I'm, sure. I'm kick him. I always thought the character of Mr. Ass, the idea is, is that he loved his own ass, right? But... One of the lines in that song, I'm sure, it, like, is it, so many asses, so little time. <laughs> hey, hey, ain't that the truth, brother? But it doesn't ain't make any truth. sense for the character at all. <laughs> like, it, it's 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 nonsense. <laughs> in, in he's just he encompasses the whole like full 360 spectrum of ass. That's it. I just, you know? I, I find it crazy that, that, that at one point, like, imagine, like, it's amazing to have a career that's, that survived that. Uh, to a reasonable <laughs> level, and being being called Mister Ass, and Mr. Then having <laughs> having a, a song called Ass Man. Hey, <laughs> you know, some people get all the luck. He's one of them. So. I mean, like fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. I like, but like, fair play to Billy Gunn for making yeah. that work. You know, because yeah, exactly. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot to do well, with. I've got I've got I've got some bad ones, and it's kind of a two for one. Okay, it's Eddie Guerrero's WCW music. And it's the LWO's music, which is Eddie Guerrero's music, with I mean, with a slightly different. Intro. Sorry, do, do you mean uh, the uh, Latin, uh, the Latin, Latin button on the uh, Casio keyboard? Because that's yeah. clearly what it was. They just played it at the same time as Eddie Guerrero's music. It's the same song. So it's, it's just like, so should shit. we make it? Should we make a theme for the LWO? Nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, to be fair. I feel like the LWO the whole time, it, like it was something of just a racist joke. <laughs> it was just. I mean, I don't want to state the obvious here, but I feel like that's essentially what it was. Latin it was audience. one big racist joke. It was like we have a big Latin audience and uh, we have some Latin wrestlers. What should we do with them? I don't know. Uh, we the NWO, the LWO. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's just. Oh, that works. Oh. Um, Let's use Ed Guerrero's theme because we don't give a shit. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. Um, I I also um, I, I I pivoting to what, the other stuff on my list here. Um, that's bad for one reason. Sometimes in the same reason, the same reason I didn't like Right Center because I think it's lazy. Um, uh, Isaac Yankum, it was just a dentist drill. I can't even remember. I can't even remember that one. 1995. He was essentially his music was a dentist drill because he was a a, a dentist called Isaac Yankum. Yeah, uh, Decatur, yeah. Illinois. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that sounds. Uh, I don't remember his theme. I don't remember his theme. Have you had a dentist drill? Gonna... It was that. I have, yes, very much. So. It was that? Many, many times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then, of course, see again. We, you know, we talk about themes that are, are bad, objectively, but that you really love. I have quite a big soft spot for uh, uh, <laughs> for uh, William Regal's uh, Man's Man. <laughs> oh, real Man's Man. Man. I can't even remember that <laughs> one. Real Man. man. Oh, oh yeah, 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 man. 
<laughs> it's that was it's, while, while it's intentionally was, bad. While the video was, it was him like putting cement in a cement mixer and like building a wall, chopping wood and shit like that, right? It was really uh, weird. It was a really weird character to choose. <laughs> like it's he's so a. Funny. He's a, there's ones I really don't like. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a few. Yeah, I hate do. I hate the big shows music because once again it's it's that late like, late 90s erotic uh, thriller <laughs> drama late night Channel Five music. It's a big show. Well, it's like ugh. it's like something you'd hear in Roadhouse before someone like I don't know if someone got the table and pulled out their teas or something. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it roundhouse kicked. It's not great. <laughs> Um, I, this also makes me think as well. It, it, I'd like to put out a, a general shout uh, for bad choices uh, for all of the WWF aggression uh, oh, versions. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, of all of the music, including the big shows, where they just essentially got got relatively famous like rap and hip hop artists to to essentially remix WWF music, and they were all. Like all bad, except maybe for Run DMC doing DX's music, which was actually pretty good. Yes, I remember those. Run DMC. They were almost exclusively. Ra the rugged man. C murder. C murder. Who did uh, the Wolfpack? Does uh, I won't stop from the Gangrel theme. Why did they need a remix of the Gangrel music? For fuck's sake. Why? Hey, it's Gangrel, man. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, we couldn't do without Gangrel. I've got I've got a, a few others that make me sick. I can't stand voices. I hear voices in my head. Oh, it makes me want to throw the fuck oh, up. I, I don't hate it as much as you, song. but I understand why you do, and I think that's fair. I hate uh, my time is now mostly because it's just like oh no, John Cena. Although I like John Cena, just hearing Again, that music just made me know I was not going to enjoy the next twenty to thirty minutes of, of wrestling. I don't I don't love the music, but I will say at this point he's too far down the road now that he can't use anything else. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, is it better than basic economics? No, most likely. No, you no. don't think so. I mean, I, I don't well, know. I have to go back and listen. This is to basic economics. Basic economics sounds like whenever you like, uh, you know, back in the nineties, you're like, we're about to do a hip hop. Hey, it's about to say excuse me. It sounds like one of those. Do you think you what you think it's been written? It's been written using the Rap Master three thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Casio keyboard? It's like rap. <laughs> <laughs> written with one of those uh what's another one i hate i hated batista's music um the the uh yeah i, I couldn't stand that i'm just going with a, like you know that that mid 90s oh no sorry the mid like the the early 2000s kind of uh ruthless aggression oh, yeah wrestle rock oh, uh, period yeah. of time i just everything all of that i couldn't stand it made me want to throw up it's 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 not a good period of time for wrestling music at all. Like theme, the themes were were pretty bad. The caca poo poo. It it was it was yeah not not a good a good period of time. Um, I I've forgotten a lot of it because there was very little to remember. If I'm honest. But yeah, remember Cody Rhodes is hey nothing you can say. Is he using that again? Actually, I mean actually. Uh, oh no, that was Randy was Orton. It? Was that Randy Orton? Oh yeah, it was Randy yeah. Orton. What was Cody Rhodes? Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Oh, you're only smoke and mirrors. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> his his. As much as I find, I'm not. I, I've come round on his uh, his music that he uses now. Kingdom. I didn't like it for ages, and I've slowly but surely come round to. I think I think it's probably actually quite good. 
Um, what the one he used in uh, AEW? Yeah, he used it in WWE as well. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I, I like that song now. Yeah, I hated it when I first. It, it took a little while, um, but I've I've definitely come around to it. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's that's a that's a better one um, than than it probably uh, you know some of some of his other older efforts uh, that he had Ooh. previously. Randomly, and this is just I'm just inserting a random good one because I'm looking at a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This fire burns the Kill Switch Engage song for CM Punk was actually pretty now, good too. I think it's a really I like good Kill song, but I don't think it's a good theme for CM Punk. It was when he was the leader of like that white supremacist cult thingy. Now, I think calling him a white supremacist cult is probably a little strong. <laughs> that was kind of... I don't want to get sued. The vibe it, that was the vibe it was giving off. Like I, that I, It was like um, the American History X stable. <laughs> I mean, I think they were supposed to be straight edge rather than uh, Nazis. I don't know. I got kind of, I got kind of, uh, uh, what's that movie? Green Room Nazis from them. <laughs> I fucking love that movie, by the way. So it's fucking awesome. So good. I the idea of Patrick Stewart as a Patrick Stewart as a neo-Nazi. I don't know why somebody didn't do that sooner. <laughs> it's just like, wow, this guy. I can't believe he agreed to do it as well. Like, I was really genuinely surprised, and I'm like, pleasantly so. It was, it's fucking. Oh, I need to watch that again. It's such a good film. Yeah, me too. That movie fucking rocks, man. Yeah, and so simple as well. Like, it's a very straightforward uh, premise as well. Like, you know, it's. Largely self-contained. Anyway, we're getting off topic. We're getting. Off well, topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, I I think I think I've hit everything on my list with one exception. Oh yes. Uh, which is uh, of course. Um, do you remember X Factor? Um. Hmm, no, not quite. Uh, the uh, the short-lived stable featuring <laughs> X Park, uh, Just Incredible, and Albert. Hell no. Their music provided by Uncle Cracker. Oh God! It started with yo. You did it with the X Factor. <laughs> oh and, my God! I think uh, I've just purged this from my mind. Oh man, it's 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 legitimately terrible. Uh, but I sort of love how terrible it is. Like it's I, so I, bad, it's good. No, no, it's still not good. It's so so bad, it's, it's bad. just so so bad that it's quite entertaining, but not never to the point of being good. We haven't mentioned American Badass, which is fucking terrible. <laughs> That yeah, I just, well, I, uh, I think that's the. If nadir, you don't agree with me, I'll see you outside for, for handshakes and hugs. I, 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 yeah, the American badass. Both, I mean, I would you argue suck, all of all of Undertaker's themes during that period of time. American <laughs> badass rolling, which still doesn't fit at all for uh, <laughs> for his biker fit. character or for a man of his age or really just any <laughs> any portion of his character his personality nothing fit with that at all <laughs> yeah, it's not. a really weird choice um and then that weird you're gonna pay that we mentioned earlier is, which is once just again, roadhouse porn erotic thriller music that's oh, it's it's just so that genre of music and this is the do, do, you do, 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 good man working Oh God! Sounds like someone's struggling to take a shit. You gonna? I just ah, uh, it's it's not a period of time that is fondly remembered. <laughs> you want to relive? Yeah. There's a good reason for that because it was fucking dog shit. One more as well. I hate I hate Buyuka Six One Nine. I hate it. Fucking hate it. I I, I, hate don't, it. I don't really have any strong feelings about it. Um, I I just think it's it's just there. I like that it's POD. I mean that's always nice, but I do like POD. Um, so this isn't an anti-POD thing. No, 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 of course. But it's just one of those. I'm always a bit like, yeah, it's fine. It's it's just there. It doesn't. It's inoffensive. Um, I um. There's always like a few generic ones that over the years just were just like mishits. I think 
Uh, I remember Raven when he turned up because Raven had really cool music in uh, in ECW. It come out and play, and then in WCW you had like a Pearl Jam knockoff, which you know, fine, whatever, right? Uh, no, it wasn't, oh, yeah. sorry, it wasn't even that. It was a it was a knockoff of uh, Come As You Are by uh, Nirvana. Yes, it was. Yeah, sorry, the Pearl Jam knockoff was Jericho. Um, and and uh, what's it? Uh, DDP had the what smells Nirvana like Teen Spirit. Smells like Teen Spirit. <laughs> There's a great story about that. Um, I can't find a video clip. I was looking for it during the week. That apparently, he went on a talk show where Dave Grohl was there. And when he when he came out, they played his music. And Dave Grohl went, well, I need to speak to my lawyers. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. understandably. Because, I mean, it's just different enough. But, I mean, it's it's very close. <laughs> it's really fucking close. I'm um, surprised it, they weren't sued. It's so close. Yeah. Um, so they, so the, there is that. Um, um that's, yeah, unbelievably close. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Ravens music when he came to, to, to WWE was um, like some generic, like li- like just generic wrestle rock music with yeah. a crow at the beginning. Uh, yeah, you know, like, the Raven. But Nevermore. Wouldn't you, would you have a Raven? Would oh yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? They're all in the same family. <laughs> As a bird, a fuck it. There are probably like hundreds of more that we could go through, um, good and bad. Um, but I think I think that's probably a good a good cap on that. I think we've got unless you've got any other think, pressing ones. We, no, I think I think we've done well. Uh, there, there'll, there'll be more. There'll be more. There'll be a, yeah. maybe we do a, a part two sometime in the future. Yeah, I, I think certainly that's that's an option. Um, but yeah, um, so uh, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us talk bollocks about um, about <laughs> some uh, wrestling themes and singing along to a few of them. I've certainly enjoyed it. Um, you obviously, as always, can find us on Twitter at at WrestleCube and on Instagram at, at WrestleCube. There's some lovely artwork up on there if you want to have a little look that Daniel's been uh, been working on. Oh, thank um, you, thank you kindly, sir. Thank you. It's yeah, uh, it's it's awesome. So yeah, um, and the the Twitter is largely sporadically updated by me. <laughs> Occasionally, you'll see some things. You know, um, yeah, um, I'm hoping we'll have some, we'll, we'll fit one in before then, but um, if not, certainly um, we'll have uh, some content after the Royal Quest show for New Japan in uh, yeah, a few for sure. weeks. Um, we'll try and fit one in in between, but we'll see how we get. Yeah, yeah, let's, um, let's do that. Because we are trying to do these more regularly and trying to fit one in yeah. one a month. We, we we got a bit sidetracked for a while there, so uh, definitely trying to trying to be a bit more um, a bit more regular with this. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, obviously you can catch us at facebook.com slash WrestleCube. Uh, you can find this podcast wherever you found it right now, but also we're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Podbean, um, I think we were on Acast. We might still be. I'm not sure because <coughs> Acast has gone a bit strange. But uh, well, no, not gone a bit strange. But they've they're changing their model slightly. So I'm not sure if we're still on there or not. I need to check that. But uh, if we're not, we will be again. Um, and yeah, largely you, you just if you Google us, you can find us. It's pretty pretty straightforward. But um, yeah, um, hopefully and hopefully lots of more exciting things coming up in the next sort of little while. Lots of cool wrestling stuff. And yeah, um, I hope you've all enjoyed it. I know I have. Yeah, I know me too. I have. Me too. It's been nice. Uh, right. Well, on that bombshell, uh, I've been Tom Mimner. And I've been Daniel X Akimbola. Uh, and this has been the WrestleCube. Uh, so long, folks. Okay.